Hello there, welcome along to episode 54 of the Empire Strikes Back UK Yankees podcast. My name's Kev, I'm hosting again tonight and I'm happy to see I'm joined by two of my hosts tonight. Unfortunately, Rob couldn't make it and Mark is snowed under at work at the moment and is really struggling to, to make himself available. So I'm happy to say I am joined tonight by Jack Brown. All right, Kev, how's it going? Yeah, pleasure to be back talking Yankees again. Yeah, we're good, we're back. We're keeping up this weekly weekly plan so it's all good and I'm also joined by Chris Ward how are you Chris? All good mate and uh, yeah although we obviously miss Mark and Rob um, the uh, the podcast has just become probably what 96% more attractive? <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it there you go Rob we miss you really mate <laughs> brilliant so um, just imagine we're recording tonight St Patrick's Day so I'm drinking the biggest cup of Guinness you've ever seen just why not? Any excuse. One thing I will mention before we get started is we are going to move to a new home. And by a new home, I mean we record and broadcast these podcasts through a podcast app called Spreaker. Now, it won't make any difference to you guys listening, all five of you or whoever actually listens to this. But anyway, um, it won't make a difference to you. You'll still find it in all your usual podcast um, apps. So you'll be it Pocket Cast or Apple or wherever you find them, Spotify. I think it's actually owned by Spotify, so we'll definitely be on there. But um, you shouldn't notice a difference, but for us, it's just going to be a new home and a slightly different platform. We'll continue to post the links on the Facebook group, on Twitter, and all the usual places. So that should be happening. We probably might even just stick this one straight out on there and, and get the move over done. Um, we will try and move the previous episodes over as well if we can. I don't know what will happen with all the episodes once we leave Spreaker, if it will disappear. But anyway, we wanted to get together again... There's been a lot of stuff going on spring training-wise. Um, a lot of positive stuff, actually, um, from Yankees' point of view. It's all shaped up pretty nicely. Um, so that, that's kind of our main focus tonight. A wee bit of chat about especially the pitching, um, some of the positives with some of the players, some of the guys we think might drop out of the the squad by the time we have the, the roster, by the time we get to... Uh, is it April 4th we start? Toronto, I think it is. April 1st. Is it the 1st? April mm-hmm. Fool's Day. There you go. I'm the April Fool. Um, so, yeah, I think it's Toronto we start against. And, yeah, um, so, Jack, Chris, who wants to take it away? Okay, we were, um, since we last recorded, the last Wednesday we recorded. Yep. Yankees are unbeaten um, in spring training, which we'll, we'll take credit for that. We always do, don't we? We always try to take <laughs> yeah. credit for anything we can get our hands on. <laughs> um <laughs> So don't you guys? Yeah, why not? I can't um, be dealing with that jacket. Spring training, come on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Newcastle fan, so I don't often get a chance to talk about winning, winning teams from the top. So I'll take any <laughs> win I can get. We'll let you off, and um, we'll take any credit for anything, regardless of it's spring any, training. <laughs> anything I can get my hands on, I will take credit for literally anything. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's for me the main, the main talk of um spring training so far for me is is the is the pitching rotation, how well that's looked in what obviously limited sample sizes we've got um especially monty today he threw mm-hmm. i think it was three five innings five yeah. no, no hits he's just been absolutely he's finished the day with a 0.9 era which again for it's only era it's only it's only spring training sorry but it's the stuff times you want to see for, for a player that has a bit through the season yeah, I mean, I think we always have to caveat everything with it's only spring training, it's only spring training, but 
if we were sitting here at the moment and Monty was giving up a bunch of runs and, you know, Cole was looking wild and everything was going wrong, then we would be, we'd be worried. We would caveat it by it's only spring training, but we would be worried. It's nice to be in the position where there, there looks like a lot of competition for places at the bottom end of the rotation and it seems to really be bringing out the best in a lot of guys. Well, I know, I know Monty's your guy, isn't he? You really, yeah. you really do like him. So, as as we discussed last week, the last season, the first season of Tommy John, always sort of a bit of a toss of a coin. Isn't it? You never know which way it's going to go. Um, he's looked really good. He has looked really good. And, um, yeah, as you say, bot- the bottom end of the rotation is trying to have a real good battle down there. Yeah, it's it's looking good. It's looking exciting to see what can happen in the season. And you know, you, you've got your ace um, in Cole, and you've got a couple of others uh, who can who can put in a shift in um, in Kluber and Tyon. And then, um, wh- when do we get Sevy back? All star you know, break, I think they're looking yeah. at, but that's okay. that's with Billings that, uh, limit. And- so forth. That was yeah. an interesting point. I was actually maybe going to come to Chris. Um, I don't know if you've seen this stuff with him, but he threw his bullpen session and was told to slow down, basically. Make it easy. It, is it Kevin? What's the the bullpen coach? I think I forget his name. Harkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my he, said, he said it's the best bullpen session he's ever seen from anyone coming back from Tommy John. He said yeah. he looked on it. Obviously, again, you take what what you want out of that, whether he's just He's not going to say he looked absolutely awful. We couldn't, he couldn't hit a barn door, for instance. But it's all positive signs. I think they're going to take it slow with him, and it could, it could well end up being a really good addition due to the rotation as like an almost like a trade deadline acquisition. Almost. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I listened to an interview with him. Um, There's only a short interview, but basically, he was saying that he was told to take it easy. He doesn't need to do as much in the first session. Um, and they kind of asked him about throwing breaking balls, and he said, "I, I just want, I just want to do it. I want to do it. I'm, I'm desperate to see how it feels. I want to see how it feels in the moment, and I want to see how it feels the next morning after I've thrown it to see how the muscles and how the new tendon and everything's taken to it." So he's, I think he kind of said, "Look, I've not, I've not um, experienced this before, so it's all different. I've never had an injury. It's the first time out of the game for so long, but." He said he's really struggling to hold himself back and, and not just get in there. And obviously the 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 team, the rehab team are telling him you need to take it easy and you need to slow it down. So yeah, po- very positive. I mean, if you could get even him even close to his best to come back after the all-star break, I mean what a, what an addition to your rotation. Uh, especially let's start being positive about the rotation going forward. If if Kluber can keep it going and you know, I mean he has a potential ace in your number two slot. Tyone's looking pretty decent. Um, Domingo Herman has looked pretty good so far. I think he's doing everything he needs to do to get himself in the in the mix. And then you've got a Montgomery that we spoke about as well. Looks great. So your battles there, yeah, it's just it's shaping up really, really nicely. Actually, um, you don't. You don't. The thing is, everyone's saying, oh, "What are you going to get?" You don't need Kluber to be the Kluber of your three or four, five years ago when he was so young. You need him because that's that's what you're called for. He's your eight. He's your Cy Young, potentially winning pitcher. You need him to be solid, the solid number two, which we haven't had for quite a while. Yeah, solid number two. Tyone is an unknown. 
in, in many cases, you would do he really know his potential? He's, he's shown boots of it. So, and then the bre- the rest is all just young guns. And I, and I love it. And Domingo Armani, he's looked really, really good, which I didn't really want to see. If that makes, <laughs> if I'm being brutally honest, I would have loved him to come back and get absolutely shelled. And you can go, right, that's him. He's not, don't have to worry about him now. He's, he's wouldn't know. But he's come back and he's looked really, really, really good. And it's the old adage, which is, can you win those baseball games? Mm. Can you win those baseball games? That's that's what the Yankees are looking at as as a person. As a person, you don't want him anywhere near the squad, but as a pitcher, as a talent. I think it's one of these things where... You know, in sports, you often have to suck it up when there's guys that are questionable characters on your team. It, let's be honest here. I think we've said it before. The Yankees ain't going to cut them. The Yankees ain't... If they were going to cut them, they would have cut them when it happened or pretty swiftly after it. The fact they've brought him back suggests that they are willing to overlook his misdemeanors. And, yeah, I, I don't yeah. agree with it. I don't, and it's not misdemeanors either. It's a it's a series of of, yeah, well, yeah. of attitude problems, and it's a big problem. And hopefully, he's made it. Like, people change, and I get that. Um, and I think people should be given another chance. My question is: Should they be given a chance at that level straight away, uh, whether they whether they're throwing like that or not? Um, and and my answer is quite quite frankly is no. And I uh, I was really disappointed the other day. Because I turned on the the Yes Network broadcast to see, um, you know, M- Michael and John Sterling on there. Uh, really yeah. looking forward yeah, to yeah. watching that game. Uh, the the start and the opening was them two and reminiscing, and it was great. And then Domingo Amon was uh, in the lineup, so I turned it off. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's as I said, it's in all that, in that perfect, will be in a thing all, yeah. this, all season by the way i in said a, it last year oh, i'm not gonna i'm not yeah. gonna watch a game where he's playing in a perfect world he comes out and he gets absolutely shelled and they just go right okay you're not you're yeah. not you're not in any way near the rotation the problem for us who aren't fans of him i think we're very much a podcast that is very anti domingo herman we're not a we're quite, no, an, we're quite anti-domestic um, abuse, for yeah, <laughs> which is no bad thing. <laughs> but for yeah. us, it's it's not it's something we would rather have not seen him yeah. come out. But as I said, the Yankees, as you said, Kev, they've they've sort of backed him, haven't they? Really, they've, they've said you are you're on our team. You have got a chance to pitch for us, and he's doing it. And yeah, yeah it's I, a tough one. That's in the first time. Let's be honest. Unfortunately, it won't be the last time either. This again, let's be honest. The Yankees showed showed their hand when they made the move for Chapman that they were willing to put what talent, success ahead of morals where that's concerned. So I think we all kind of know the Yankees' position on that. I think even guys like Arod in the past were morally questionable and then get hit with a big, big contract and stuff like that. And it's one of them things where I don't like it. I think at the time they had the chance to get rid of and cut all ties with him and they decided not to. Now we're just going to have to suck it up because he's here. He ain't going anywhere. He's pitching a lot better than most people expected a guy who'd been out for so long to be pitching. Um, I think he's pitching for his career. And yeah, I suppose we're just going to have to suck it up in the same way we suck it up with Chapman. 
I think with with Chapman, I struggled certainly at the beginning, um, and I continue to struggle with the idea of, of Chapman. But he, his, as far as I'm aware, his um, indiscretions, if we're going to call them that, and I still think that's too light for it, uh, are fewer and further between than Domingo Hamans. Like his his attitude, generally, and you know some of the things I've read about what he's done. Um, it is pretty bloody horrific, actually, and 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 that's that's my problem is I I just can't get over. It. I, I I struggled with Chapman, um, but I, again he he wasn't a guy who was you know he was going to be there in the in the closers role generally. Again, I, I, he's not someone I can root for in a general way of things. And actually, what what the Yankees have done is build a bullpen where we've got a load of closers that we can use. And I'm I'm quite happy with it. It's a shame that Zach Britton's out because I feel like he'd be a better closer actually. But we we have got a load of closers in our bullpen, and and should um, Chapman not be able to do it, then there's a load of other people who can, and I'd prefer it if they did. If I'm honest, if but then like I said, he he's still not quite the level of what Domingo Aman had done. So why have yeah, lights? Why, why have lights from the the sort of the team? Is Zach, Zach Britton was one of them. I know Luke Voigt made comments, but yes, he's back in the team, but he's nowhere, no, by no means are they welcoming back. He's going to have to earn every yeah. ounce of respect and every ounce of sort of being integrated back into the clubhouse. He's not going to walk in there just going to go, all right, mate, how's it going? It's going to be a, a, t- a time, they're going to, it's going to take a time for them to start trusting him again. So, that was a positive for me. I'm trying yeah, to for everyone. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of what can you what can you do for us? That's probably what the Yankees are looking at now. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly. I think it was Britain and a few others who made some some serious comments about him and stuff like that, and said these that they can't go over it. And I, I don't know. I think it's messy. I think it's one of them ones. If the guy keeps producing it and keeps pitching well it'll be overlooked generally. I think if he hits a bad spell, it'll be amplified and used against him. Mm-hmm. But I think if he pitches well, which is quite sad really, but if he pitches well, I think uh, in terms of a lot of media and fans, it'll be overlooked, which is... That's the way sports is. Though. If, he sat is. At, if he sat at the all-star break with, I don't know, 10 plus wins, yeah. and an ERA around three, are, are, is general sports media... It is that way. You're right. Yeah, it, that's the way it, is, yeah. it is, but it bloody shouldn't be. And that's, no, that's not the reason. Like, no, no, no. Let's face it. Me not watching a game isn't going to, it isn't going to solve anything or, or change anything. But the reality is that's what I've, uh, that's the way I feel. That's how I feel. I feel so strongly about it that, yeah, that I'm just not going to watch the games that he's in um, and hope that he ends up being traded or, well, or that you hear loads of reports about him getting better that don't. The the issue is that if he does start, you know, he, he started very very positively. Obviously, um, if he carries that on into the season, then it, it's going to be difficult for his teammates to say anything other than he's performing on the field and we want him around because they they're going to want to win as well. So yeah, I, I'd kind of want to hear some positive things about his attitude generally um, for a, a substantial period of time before I got on board um, and and I. I'm I'm not sure when that's going to be. Yeah. Did we ever find out who the teammate was? 
who went to his house that night. Yeah. That, is that, that ever came out now? I just wondered. I just wondered if it was someone still on the team, or perhaps someone who'd left the team now. Or uh, anyway, yeah. But as we say, I mean, I think it's one of them things. Um, and from a purely sports point of view, it's it's good to have another arm that looks good. But from a more thing that annoys view, me most, though. I think is the fact that I look, you know, you look at the amount of talented pitchers that we have got and the amount of potential starters that we have got and we don't need him. Don't get me wrong. If he's going to play and, and, and have a zero ERA and, and have those 10 wins. Yeah. Okay. Again, I, I don't want it. I'd rather have uh, a, a Michael King, a Debbie Garcia, uh, a Lou Isaac pitching. Yeah for me so that I can watch the bloody games quite frankly <laughs> yeah um, I, I'd much rather that than, than those, those 10 wins and I'd much rather those guys got the opportunity than him you just know every day game for the next month's going to be her man pitching isn't it oh, <laughs> every, every Sunday game yeah, yeah. <laughs> every Sunday he gets the ball yeah oh man yeah and Lasaga's an interesting one I, I did read a bit of an article I think it was this morning actually um lunchtime today but um the Yankees are still really high on him. He's been looking pretty decent, and I think the guy's got he's got talent. As we say, Garcia's another yeah. one. The, the, the young talent that's almost major league ready that's there is interesting, and that I think is driving guys like Montgomery. I think you've mentioned as well, Montgomery, that he's got something to prove. He has. He's, he's also fighting for his career at the moment as well because has, there's guys. Yeah. That Tommy John, Tommy John came at the worst time for him because he was just. Mending himself in that rotation, wasn't he? Back in yeah, 2018. Yeah, he had a really good 20, so he had in 2018, the worst time for him. And the first, as you said, Kev, the first season back from Tommy John's always a bit of a roll of the dice, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's he's really looked good, and I hope he does because we need that lefty. He we need that lefty pitcher that's gonna I think, dominate, yeah, dominate, I, um, dominate teams. Yeah, I think also getting a, a proper spring, spring training in this year and we kind of, everything was, I mean, this point last year is when the whole world just went to shit, really. Everything yeah. just went yeah, crazy yeah. around about this point. And it was it was this time. For yeah. me, personally, it was today. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, it was about eight o'clock on the 17th of March, which is the time we're recording. I was a bit later than that, but... It, it, it was that was the time that I found out I wasn't going into work the next day, and uh, I haven't been back to work since. I, I think it was probably around the same time. I can't remember if it was exactly seventeenth before or after. I've got some idea in my head that might have been closer to twentieth, but yeah, I was the same. And it was like, if you remember right in spring training last year, it was like, oh, we'll maybe be back in two weeks. We'll maybe have two weeks off, and it will settle down, and then we'll be back. And it was like. Here, here we are a year later. We, we're all still in lockdown in the UK. It's um, not been in lockdown perpetually, but we're we're back in it. It's just uh, the weirdest and strangest of years. But yeah, I think it is. But sorry, going back to the pitching thing again, and yeah. going back to Jack's point about you know, right at the beginning about um, the fact that there is that depth in the in the rotation. Having your you know yeah. Michael King, your Loisaga, your Devi Garcia, um, you know, you've got all of those guys as well as Montgomery. 
you, as well as Seve when he comes back. Uh, Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt, yeah. Clark Schmidt, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even talked, like we've talked about all those guys that we, we're, we're feeling positive about. And we haven't even talked about Cole, who's <laughs> yeah. the ace. We're so we're almost, happy days. We're, we're almost taking him for granted, aren't we, yeah, really? Yeah. It, Cole's number one, Cy Young contender, 200 plus strikeouts, done, put that in a book, easy money. Yeah. And it's the rest that's um, caught a sort of question mark. But you don't need, as I said earlier on, you don't need Gluber to be Gluber at Cy Young. Kluber. You need him to be a solid version of himself. But what if he has? I've got every confidence. It could, it could be. I've got every confidence that he will be. He, he's, he's not, he's not getting on. He's what, 33, 34. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's at that age where a change of team could really set a light a fire under him. And the Yankees is a great team to do that. At. You came yeah. to win, didn't he? That's, that's what he said. You yeah. came to win. And yeah, what well, better teams to try and win with. The thing with him was that, that last injury was a freak injury. It wasn't as if it was a recurrence of the old injury. It was just a freak injury the way it happened. Hopefully he's more lucky this time. But yeah, I mean, he he looks healthy. He looks on it. He looks excited to get going and stuff. So, and you've got to remember, what was that, two years? What, did he pitch one inning or something? Yeah, he pitched one, one inning, yeah. one inning yeah. last year. And... Came back, pitched that one inning, got hit with the ball. And yeah, it's... um. So he he's got to be itching to get back out there as well, and he's another one with a point to prove. And I, I just think the competition and the rotation. I I was feeling a bit negative about it probably six weeks ago, and now I'm starting to feel really really positive. I you think got, mate. you got to remember with Kluber, he's trying to earn another contract as well. Of course, yeah. he's one year deal, whether that be another a multi year deal with the Yankees or whether that's whoever. He needs to pitch well just for his own bank balance, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's 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 looking good. So who who do we think stays on the roster then? Out of the younger guys. Oh man, now you're asking. Are you talking? Put, put you right on the spot, haven't I? Are you talking I, like kind of Gar- your Garcias, your Clark Schmitz, your Michael Kings, your Lasagas? I think Lasaga will probably hang around on there. I mean, yeah. the Wisegas staying. I think. Garcia misses out, I think. Uh, Schmidt misses out just because of injury. Yeah, I think. King I think it's better for Garcia. Misses out, I think. I think he I, just misses out. You think yeah. so? I think they're going to go with Luizga and I think it's Nick Nelson. Nelson, like, so yeah. your mid to long relievers. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. See, Man, I, 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 Herman I, and Herman and Montgomery are going to get the final two. I think that's a rotation. rotation. I, think the, I think the rotation set at Cole Kluber. Tyon, Monty, and, and Herman. Um, yeah, I was just a wee bit. Under- I think it's better for for Garcia's progress to go back in the minors and pitch regular than than sort of pitching out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that makes sense. Um, bum, bum, bum. We spoke last week, and it shows you what we know. <laughs> we had said <laughs> perhaps Adam Warren will fill in that role, <laughs> and then next day I think we hadn't even got the 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 podcast out and he was cut. Yeah, so so transpires. Is he injured? Did I read somewhere that he might be injured? I'm not going to like it. I still haven't even seen that information that he'd been cut until you said today. 
Oh, really? I, I know you said in the in the yeah. towel, Adam Warren won't help us. I just I read it and didn't even think about it, and I still didn't see anything about written about it until you said he'd been cut. To those I I actually think I uploaded the podcast, and as I uploaded it, I was kind of waiting on it coming live, and I started having a look at the the Yankees news, and I think what it may have been the day after. I might be talking shit there, but I was laughing about it, thinking we spoke about him might be a uh, an option. Uh, there was something I had read. I was trying to see if I could quickly find it, but I don't see it. That he was potentially maybe injured. Mm, don't see it. Not that important, but there was talk that he might have been injured and it might explain why he was so hastily cut from the Yankees' latest Even Adam Warren was... update could explain his early demotion. Even Before... if he was. Injured though, like I, I, with his history with the Yankees, I wouldn't have thought that, that um, an injury would be a problem unless it was a recurring shoulder injury that um, you know w- was likely to stick around and something that caused them some concern. But I wouldn't have expected you know a, a, any kind of little injury to. Well, they're saying uh, Brendan Cutty. Adam Warren has been dealing with some shoulder soreness, has been shut down for a few days. So that might be explain why he's been he's been cut, sticking back in. I, to be fair, what it could be as well is just that yeah, I don't know how old is our Adam Warren now? Because what is a lot of our players, particularly on the pitching ranks, are, are, are sort of mid thirties and and yeah, I, I just just wonder. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a lot of pitchers at 33, and I just wonder if they're saying, "Well, we we we've been there with you once, twice actually, and we we're we're probably going to go in a different direction." I, yeah. I kind of understand that. Really, it's disappointing because I quite like him, but um, yeah, I, I can kind of see it. Bearing in mind the the arms that we got in the system yeah. at the moment, yeah. I actually think we're looking in pretty decent shape as well in the, the bullpen. Um, I don't think, I don't think it's a. Obviously, losing Britain's been a huge loss, but as we mentioned last week, and let's not go back over it. But we should get him back at a pretty decent point of the season. So, I think we've got more than enough to keep us going um, until then. Yep. So, I think that pretty much covers the pitching. Um, some quite other positives that's going around the team and I think we covered some of them last week but let's go for Gary Sanchez first he's looking mm-hmm. super positive on the Sanchez front at the moment he behind the plate and in the batter's box he's looking very I don't want to say old Gary like because that wouldn't make sense for his behind the plate stuff, but he's he's certainly looking like a confident player who has maybe worked some shit out and knows where he's going. Yeah, yeah. I, I've gone not gone crazy guy. I was going to say that I, I think that comes from his teammates having his back partly, but also his coaches having his back. Yeah, and then just his work. You know, he worked really hard in the winter. He's clearly turned up ready this this spring. And and fair play to him for doing it. Um, and I guess 
my, I, I just I'm really concerned that this is a flash in the pan and it's spring tra- it's spring training, and then he rocks up at, uh, at uh, on opening day and 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 goes through April bat in a hundred. So I, I'm kind of reserving judgment until then. But the signs are all looking really positive, aren't they? For me, for me, it was a uh, when you see him go to Winterbourne, and that for me is a sign of a guy that wants to work on his game. He's not just gonna rest uh, uh, not his laurels but he's, he's not thinking oh I'm a, I'm a major league player um this and the other he showed that he wanted to work on his game and work at his flaws which is is is, is a great start it's not going to carry you all the way to the top it's a good start it's a good positive attitude um he's coming as chris said it is only spring training but it's he's he's sort of damned if he does damned if he doesn't he can't we can't win essentially that that argument. He's gonna do well, and people are gonna say it's spring training. If he does bad, they're gonna get on him. There's just no winning. So um, yeah, I, yeah, he's I, he's looking he's looking positive, and that's as a Gary Sanchez fan, you, that's all you can ask. And he is gonna go through these slump. I wouldn't be surprised if he turns up in April and goes over fifteen, over sixteen, over twenty, but he will. He's shown he's willing to work in his game, which is a great sign off point. Yeah, and and to your point, Jack, I'm almost done. I'm done talking about him now. I don't want to see him in spring training, and I want to see him in in uh, in April and and doing the business. And um, he's looking like he he's looking like he will. As I said that that we talked about that at bat last week, um, uh, and we talked about how he looks confident behind the plate. I think. I think he's definitely got a chance to come out and, and do it. And I, I I hope he does. Yeah. I mean, we can only take the positives from it at the moment. And the positives are that he's decided to work on his flaws, work on his game. But we all know that the talent is in there. The talent, you know, he proved that he's got the talent and the talent that carried him through the minors and got him to the majors and made him burst on the scene and set records in that first half season that he played. I don't know if it was half a season. So it's just him getting his confidence back and getting finding himself and being able to do it. And I don't know, I mean, we've got to be positive. As we say, damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. But I'd rather, I'd much rather be talking about him doing all the right things and be sitting here scratching our head going, why is he only hitting what the so, world of so line? For me, I, I can... You know, there are some people I can get behind and some people I can't. We've talked about Domingo Herman and the fact that I can't get behind him. Gary Sanchez, I'm I'm happy to get behind the guy if he's if he's going to do a job. Um, me and Jack have had had some discussions about this a number of times over the last couple of years. Really? And, um, yeah, just a few. <laughs> and if he's going to be if he's going to be shocking, then get him out. But if he's going to perform. Happy days, and he's he's looking in the right shape to perform. And um, I, I, let's hope it happens in in whether it happens in April or May. I don't care so long as we get to the end of May and he's he's uh, he's producing. Um, then uh, we'll we'll be happy. Yeah, I don't think there's a well many Yankees fans out there who would not be delighted to see Gary Sanchez re- regain his form with the bat and and keep improving behind the plate. And I think from our point of view. Um, it it would make Jack happy, which makes us all happy. Maybe <laughs> very very happy. But it's not. He's, we talk about Gary Sanchez regaining form. 
There's a few Yankees. Yeah. Again, for a game. Glenn Torres, again, yeah. he, he, said again. He, said, he said he said wrong, Kev. Proper spring training. Before we move on, I can't, on, there's some things I can't get behind, and one of them is Jack being happy. That's, the, that's <laughs> not on. That's not on. No. A part of me wants him to fail just so that Jack gets miserable <laughs> again. No, well, no, I'm, no feeling, I'm feeling the love on this point. You might see a grown man cry. You might actually literally see me cry if he's if he's as bad as what he was. But, but no, no, yeah, you, proper, you won't. Proper, he'll be fine. A proper spring training is so key, and a lot of people weren't. It wasn't taken into fat in sort of consideration last year. The, yeah. the sort of broken up spring training. It's there is a reason spring trainers and spring training is there, and there's a reason it's so long for for a lot of people. They need it, and yeah. fact, you just stop them halfway through last year, and then then just sort of say click fingers and go right, let's go again. Yeah, people I like David Torres need it, and people, people like said Harrison last need it. Yeah, yeah. P- people said last year, oh, you know, oh, one of the things that was said about um, your best friend Trevor Bauer and his Cy Young, it was, it was a Mickey Mouse Cy Young, and the, and the Dodgers won a Mickey Mouse um, World Series. I, I, utter rubbish, utter garbage, because, like, as you say, the, the players need that time and the, to, to get adjusted to the season. And, and, and last year was arguably one of the most difficult seasons for any of them so as as much as we want to 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 go on and say oh yeah it was only a 60 game season that's garbage it's rubbish it was a tough season and the winners of the awards that who who won it and and that includes Luke Voigt for his for his home run hitting in that in that year will deserve to be at the top of the top of those tables for it because they were the ones who were able to adapt and and deal with it yeah, I mean, I think we were actually starting to discuss this and you took us back to the old point, Chris, but it was crazy. It was like we were sitting there, like, oh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks and they'll be back to Florida. So them guys were mentally in their head trying to prepare themselves and thinking we're going back in a few weeks. Now we're not going back. And then it just, I think like all of us, we were all surprised that suddenly three months later we were still in the same position. And for a sports person, um, now... They can possibly be trying to look after themselves and work out and going for runs and stuff, but kind of getting yourself in match shape. I don't know if they call it that, match fit or whatever you would call it, but getting themselves in kind of that setup couldn't have been easy. And then then the season, you know, they thought they were coming back and then all the absolute garbage started between the players' union and the, the league. And what was it going to be this season? Was it going to be that? How long were we going to get? And it just it turned into a pantomime. So again, that's quite have affected people. So I, I think it's disparaging to call it a Mickey Mouse season or a Mickey Mouse award or anything like that. I think I think before the season we said we would like to have seen half half the amount of games played to make it valid. I think we could have got that had the league and the, that not messed about with it but at the end of the day a 60 game season it still felt like enough enough of a sample size not to be too skewed you know if it maybe 30 games or something like that you could say yeah you've not played enough teams enough times and stuff like that but overall I think they made it work and it, I think it's very disparaging to say anybody your award doesn't count or yeah, yeah. anyway so moving on, we feel that 
guys like Torres were probably quite affected by it, especially as he was moving to a new, a new position, I think. Or not a new position, moving back from having played second base and, and all the reps and stuff he took there to then move back to short. Again, a full spring training with normal spring training games and all that kind of stuff would have benefited him more to get the time, I think. And he's looked good. He has looked um, sharp. He's definitely been working hard. I know they all say that, but... I, from what we hear, he's been putting in the, the time. Uh, Judge, another one who looks, I've seen his interview where he said he's fit and healthy and feels 100%. Seen his teeth? He looks different. Beautiful, beautiful, isn't he? They are <laughs> sparkling. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like he's sponsored by, uh, by Colgate. Yeah. <laughs> it's players like that that need the reps. Like you can throw yeah. Stanton in it. Like, for instance, to, today, Stanton, I think I saw, well, I, I did, um, Talking Yanks said uh, Stanton raises his spring average to over 350, which is brilliant. Yeah. And the players, they need these reps. It's not as easy as just coming in and just swinging the bat and hitting massive home runs. It takes time. It That's- takes. Every, every minute of, of spring training to get used to pitching again. Like baseball is is fundamentally about reps. It yeah. really is. And 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 part of the problem as as a coach in this country, part of the problem I have with players is we just don't get enough. So I I want to be like making sure my players get as many reps as they possibly can because I only have them one day a week and then one day a weekend. But, but these guys are playing every day. So you, you can see the strides that you could make if you were getting that, that level of, mm-hmm. of, of rep. Um, and yeah, yeah. You, you, I don't, I expect people like Giancarlo Stanton to have a couple of weeks off and that's it. And him to be hitting off a tee and probably hitting or swinging a bat 150 to 200 times a day, every day without fail. Um, and I don't doubt that he's been doing that to make sure that he's he's ready and fit for the season, and I, I expect it to be the same for most of them. Yeah. There's another guy I want to talk about. Um, now, I think it's quite smart. It's Clint Fraser. I think it was quite smart what um, Boone came out and said early on that he's a first-choice um, left fielder. He's a guy we're going with, and it's his position. So now he's been able to concentrate getting his spring training in without this I'm competing for my job or I'm trying to fight for my job he knew he's and he looks he just looks different to me like he looks calm composed he looks like he knows what he's got to do and and he seems more happy I don't know if you guys mature he's mature yeah he's 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 a mature player now he's 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 a professional sportsman now he's not a kid trying to prove who he is um I I still think the Yankees need to sh- prove to him that he they trust him, and that will be when he's going through a slump of oh, what, three for his last thirty. Say, let's just say something like that. Yeah, they don't bring in Brett Gardner and say, right now, Brett Gardner's here. You're on the bench, kind of thing. That's when they will really prove to him that he is the starting left fielder because every player has his ups and downs. Yeah, most players don't have a have a World Series winning veteran breathing down their neck waiting yeah. to take their place. So that's that's when I think the Yankees will prove to him that he's their starting left fielder. I, th- I think we we touched on it earlier, but 
like the the Yankees have done something really well this this spring training this off season, and that's create competition within within the uh, the club, yeah. and I think by saying to Clint Flaves, this is your role, they're also saying this is your role to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whilst yes he's got that comfort of, of being told and being supported by uh, the Yankees organization. What he's got is a kick up the ass to say, Hey, you don't perform pal. This is your job. The plan B is there. Yeah. Well, we do have a plan B. Yeah. It's a 4 million plan, plan, plan B. And equally there's a few other, there's a few other guys that are knocking on the door as well breaking bats over their knee and um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, occasionally playing first base and, and, and in the outfield. So yeah, th- there, there is options. And, and that is what I like about this, this Yankees team this year is the creation of that competition and the depth, the depth of that comf- competition. And I hope that we get to choose from the play, the, yeah, the players that we've seen this spring training, we get to choose the right ones and we don't, you know, don't let too many of the, uh, of the good backups go, knowing our history with injuries recently. So um, yeah, you could even you could even throw in. Um, you talk about Yankees encouraging players to play different. Like you got play, um, Gio Urshela playing shortstop. Yeah, yes. right, in, yeah. which in turn doesn't put pressure on Clayver Torres. It puts pressure on Tyler Wade. Weird, because yeah. Tyler Wade <laughs> is pretty much the only player in our backup roles that can play shortstop. If you could yeah. say to Tyler Wade, we can stick um, Gio Urshela at shortstop and then put Derek Dietrich at third base, say, you then create, you put pressure on Tyler Wade because Tyler Wade needs to show some bit more than what he's shown in the last few years because he just seems to get this, this roster spot because he can play second, he can play shortstop, he can play outfield, but they're bringing in other players and encouraging other players to play these positions. It's because he, I, I feel like he can he gets the roster spot because he can he can run he's got the speed yeah. on the bases yeah and I think actually I'll be interested to see how it plays out this year but I, I have a feeling this year we'll start seeing a few more stolen bases I think the, the game is starting to change yeah. pitchers are starting to dominate more and with that comes less less home runs comes uh, less hitting for average. Uh, and we're seeing it already in spring training uh, that that sort of the, the hitting at the, the average is dropping. The, the ball's changed, of, of course, as well. The ball has changed. That's a yeah. really good point. It's not flying as far. So yeah, there's there's a load of other things that contribute to it, and that then makes the running game that much more important. And I think you know I, I I'm not sure how well Brett Gardner's running the bases, but I expect him to still be up there in terms of the way that he runs the bases and Tyler Wade will be another one. And I think we, we need to be really sure that, that our team can, can steal bases this year. Cause I think, um, I think that'll be a really important factor in the whole season. Uh, I think there'll be a little bit more of the small ball mentality than we've seen in the last few years. Yeah. I, th- I think, um, I think, did I read something about that in the minor leagues have made some changes to the rules and they're trying to they're trying to encourage the the running game and trying to look at ways to try and bring the running game back. Did I read that or am I imagining it? I'm sure I did. 
there is some rule changes. I'm not sure about how they influence the running game, just purely because I haven't seen a great deal. And I, I look at that and see it's happening in the minor leagues, and I haven't paid much attention to it because I'm paying attention to loads of other things prep for the season. But yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm, the, I'm the not sure. Can... But I, I'm a huge fan of the of the running game. Um, I, I, don't get me wrong. I, I I like to see home runs, but equally, I like to see. Uh, the clever chess game of baseball where you move runners over by clever hitting at the right time and 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 if, you know oh, uh, I think Jack, Jackson, Jackson just pulled it up there's a couple well, but I can't see anything about base running though there's triple A they're trying larger bases oh yeah that's yeah. Um, you know why the larger 15, bases is though 15 inches to 18 inches because it makes the distance shorter for you still stealing a base yeah um, shorter distances between bases created okay. by increased size um that's a triple A, double A defensive positioning. So I guess that's basically the ruling. They're the, trying to the take shift. out the shift. Sorry, yeah, they're yeah. trying to take the shift out of the game. Yeah, um, high A step off rule. The rule says that pitchers will be required to yeah. disengage the rubber prior to throwing any to any base. Um, low mm. A robot umps and pickoff limits. Yeah, they're looking at a limit and the amount of pickoffs that they can do. But I, I, what I don't understand is if they limit that, then. How does that work in terms of a stolen base? So say they're only allowed to do two pickoffs, and then they, they've done two of them, then the guy can just run on. I, I don't understand. I don't know how they'll get around that. But I can't I, I was, see that working at all. I think that's and why they're doing it at low A. Just yeah, to just to see how it see goes. what happens, and then they can just. Be- it is frustrating when you're watching a game though, and a guy just keeps throwing to first. It's it is frustrating, especially but... when it's like a Albert Pujols or Luke Voigt at <laughs> yeah, first base. I mean, that doesn't he run. clearly isn't going anywhere, but yeah, they get it yeah, in their head, I... don't they? <laughs> but again, I, I like the chess game. There is um, there is a really quite famous at bat where Ricky Henderson's leading off a of first base, and and whoever it is who's throwing over throws over something like. 11 or 12 times and he still manages to steal the base yeah because he was the greatest ever <laughs> exactly so I, I can see that do you know what I, I don't really care in that situation I don't really care if they're throwing over that many times it, it's like you say if, if they're throwing over to Albert Pujols when, when there's absolutely yeah. no chance he's taking I think the sometimes they make up these rules just for rule changes for the sake of it like yeah. they go oh this like the free batter minimum for me that doesn't do anything to speed up the game he doesn't do anything to really... That's taking out the, the sort of loogie guy, isn't it? That you don't have that kind of... Which is, it does... I've got I, I just see, think see if you're the, watching the on MLB, if you're watching on MLB TV and you sit through that, continue watching, we will be back soon, message. You get all the way back through it and then you get one pit, one batter throws two pitches or something like that and then they're out and then it's back again. You're like, oh my God, that is frustrating. But that doesn't... That doesn't stop me wanting to watch the game though no I know but it is frustrating and what they're saying is that certain yeah. people that, that they're trying to make the game a bit more attractive I agree Kev but also and also uh, as I said I, I like the chess game of it you have to think a little bit more carefully yeah. about who you're putting to bringing out of your bullpen if you're going to force them to, to face three batters so I like that part of it because of the way that the managers have to think and the, the, the coaching strategy. staff have to think to try and make that make that chess game work. So yeah, that that works for me. Um, but yeah, b- bigger bases. <laughs> this is Dra- drag. Yeah, to actually drag it back to the the whole base running thing. I was listening. To, I kind of well, I was listening to podcasts of some sort, and they were talking about it. 
and they were saying that basically they think that now the game is so stat driven. It might even have been R two C two that we're talking about. It. The game is so stat driven and so driven by sabermetrics and and all that kind of stuff that the risk side of stolen bases is not something that these guys can get into their algorithms and stuff because of the risk involved in it and it doesn't come off that often that they're actually have brought down the amount of running that goes on in the game because they're trying to drive it all by stats and you know the probability of you making an out and they're looking at it and saying stolen bases is risky so they've, they've brought that out of the game and now MLB are looking at ways to try and introduce it back into the game and I think the bigger bases is something they're thinking that gives an advantage to the, the runner um, yeah, I don't know how much of an advantage, but the... well, but that's part of the rule change that we, we, I guess, we will see. And I'm not, I'm not massively yeah. adverse to rule like testing it out in the minors yeah, and stuff I like agree. that. But at the same time, like bigger bases doesn't doesn't do a great deal for me. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll be proved wrong. Do you know what fascinates me? Maybe it'll be me. an amazing thing. Do you know what fascinates me though? When they made the game of baseball back whenever it was in the 19th century they decided that this was going to be the distance between first and second and third and this is the distance from the mound and it still works today Yeah, it still mm-hmm. works that you still get these bang bang plays happening at first base and stuff like that how all, did they, started, all started how did they get that right I know it did but how did they get that so right that it's still even the game's changed the balls are faster the Players are probably faster and fitter and healthier and all that kind of stuff. Yet yeah, it still works. Anyway, that's a really good point. It's just why they things about baseball. I think it's amazing that they got it so right back then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I suppose we're going to kind of finish on who do we see being cut from the roster? I know we spoke a lot. But actually, before we go into that, having a look down the kind of main players in our in our team at the moment. If you look at the batting average through spring training, Stanton's in 3.350, as we said. Um, Torres, 3.20. LeMahieu, 3.08. Brett Gardner, 2.94. Frazier, 2.92. Judge, 2.80. Um, Sanchez, 2.40, which is amazing for him. Um, Gio Urshela, 2.35. Hicks, 2.27. So when you look through the lineup of the kind of everyday players and the main players in that team, everyone, everyone just about is having a really good spring training. Hicks is a little bit down on where you would like him to be. Geo oh, yeah, still yeah. taking his walks, so is he? But yeah, yeah, he he's taking his, his walks. And... OBP a bit ass up, still up, up the top. Yeah, ten percent of the league. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it, it's pretty. It's yeah, what, what about the players that are? Fighting for this, yeah, that's what I, I read. I read Hope said he's from they're going to likely go with a four man bench. And if you basically say, so one Gardy's death, Gardy's, Gardy's one of them, yeah, Higashioka's one of them, yeah, you know, backup catch or whatever, yeah, two other players. Who, who are those? So your two backup infielder, good question. Oof. So, so you basically got Bruce Dietrich. Wade, Talkman, um, Ford, Ford, yeah. So uh, those I, five, I, you've got to pick two. Just say, say, say that again. So, so Talkman is Talk, a no. I think Wade Talkman is a no. Talkman and Ford are definitely out. Yeah. Wade, Talkman, Ford, Wade. Wade, Bruce, Dietrich. 
I think Bruce, like, if he continues to perform the way he's performing, he, he's he's going to be difficult to leave out. And then it it's um it's between Wade and Dietrich. Wade and Dietrich, yeah. and I, which, I wonder whether which Gio Oshella playing shortstop. Because that's, that's pretty much the only position Dika can't play. Play second, third, probably play a bit of first. You can't play short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you could that's say why, on that's the why off, they're trying it, isn't it? On the off day, you could put Gio Oshella at short just to give Torres a day off. Yep. And, that's and, why Tyler Wade needs to do something. He needs to prove that he's worth his, his spot. What on can he do, though? He could at least hit for... Two twenty, two thirty. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't think he's got it anymore. I don't think that's something he has. I think the, the big, the big problem with with Wade, I think, is that it, he's yeah, he's not him for average, but he just doesn't. He he has never seen to have very much plate discipline. No. He goes through phases of having it. Does he know? No, and he, if he had he like just, a on base like Hicks, for instance, you could say, but well, he's getting to first, whether that's by hitting or walking, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he's, he's on wage percentage all. at the moment. Even, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's spring training, but his on pace percentage is less than 200. His yeah. batting average is less than 200. He's not doing himself any favor. He's not, he's not a prospect anymore, is he? He's gone. No. He's, he's not a prospect anymore. Whereas before, a couple of years ago, he was, oh, he's still a prospect. He's still a young, he's sort of, essentially he's still young. He's not an old player by any stretch of imagination, but he's not a prospect anymore. Yeah. So he's running out of chances to yeah, he, he's it's... not he, he strikes me as another one of those players who will end up getting moved on and, and go and play him for a um a pirates or, or yeah. someone like that. Um do you remember Dustin Fowler? He yeah. got moved in the Sunny Gray yeah. trade and he yeah. hurt his yeah. knee at, he's now at, in at the Pirates. I could see Tyler Way doing something different. They had high hopes yeah. for him. Played a few games for the Yankees. Tyler Wade could be the same. Tyler Wade has a lot more opportunities than other prospects. It was quite interesting on the the Jay Bruce thing. Did you hear? Um, Aaron Judge made a huge point of talking about Jay Bruce, talking about his presence in the clubhouse, the way he deals with the young guys. Judge said it feels like he's been here for five or six years in this team. He said he's just a brilliant teammate. Brett Gardner followed up with something similar in his interview, said that the guy just fits right in with the Yankees ethos, fits in with the clubhouse, he's he's a big character in there. So I think I think Bruce is a certainty. I think he's he's done enough to win the gate to win it. I think his left handed bat is, is a huge advantage. So outfield, first yeah, base outfield yeah. first base is what we need to cover in. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah he's he's yeah. a great option. He's a great option off the bench, isn't he? Yeah, for for outfield and for first base, you, you want to give Voigt the day off occasionally or half a day off occasionally. So. I think it was a choice between him and Ford, essentially, wasn't yeah, it? And I think, I think... Ford's not done anything near nah. enough so, to warrant being over Bruce. So there's one man that seems to have been a bit forgotten about in the Yankees, and Duhar. What do we do with him? He's injured though, isn't he? Hasn't he got oh, a bit of he? a? Oh, maybe he's got a bit of a wrist problem. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. I think he said he started feeling it in winter ball. Ah, okay. I, I'm not too sure. That's, I think, I'm about not 80% sure that I read somewhere he might have a little yeah, bit of a niggle. that would make sense because I haven't really heard much about him at all, um, which would, would actually um, be the reason why. But he seems, I just don't see anywhere he can fit in this club at all. No, 
No, so, he's so he's, him. Um, you've got him for Talkman potentially trade bait. Could you trade for a utility infielder that's going to be more useful than than Tyler Wade? Do you really want to use? So what do you say, Talkman and Andujar? I'm not saying all of them, but could, you've got some pieces here. You've got some trade bait there. Could you could you package some yeah, guys I, up and? Oof. I think you'd almost want to rebuild the farm with it, wouldn't you? I think. Yeah, I think but, yeah. Get 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 a shot of of Andujar. I think again, Andujar's got he's got the stuff. He can play third base. He can play <sighs> the outfield. Oh, very, I don't know. Very, I don't, very, I don't he know can, about he cannot that, play the outfield. Come on, that was a disaster. No, no, he can. He can. He, he, he could can do that. very badly. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> he can. He can do that. His third base was. He can do that average. for the Pirates or the Orioles. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He can do that for yeah. either of them. He can't do it for the Yankees. And the reality is that, that those kind of clubs are likely to have some decent prospects that might refill our farm system. So yeah. um, Andujar is, is a major league player. Without, and, and, without a doubt, yeah. He is. He he can fill a roster spot on on a team. Yes, not the Yankees. Probably not some of the the the, the higher the higher ranking teams in MLB. Yeah, but for the lower sense. ranking teams, he absolutely can. So I, I kind of want him to get his chance because he did such a good job for us when we needed him to. Um, he he he's, he struggled a bit, and I, and I feel sorry for him. He, he's he, he, I'd like to see him do well. I just don't see it happening in pinstripes. Yeah, he's, maybe, um, he's maybe it'll injury. happen at, at the Phillies, for example. He's he's, he's got an injury. Um, <laughs> yeah, was that Fourteenth right. of March, Hope, Brian Hoke said um, he's seeing a specialist about um, right hand and wrist. Yeah, he yeah, went. To, he went two for fifteen in his six appearances so far. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not he's not done well, has he? But at the same time, like his swing is just—he has an odd swing that is going to work well, I think, if he can just just tweak it. But yeah, I, I, I'd like to see him do well somewhere else. And like I say, Pirates, Orioles, or uh, yeah. or, or the fake pinstripes, the uh, the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't see him fitting in our team at all. I don't think he'll fit National League. I think he's a struggle. I think he's more looking at a sort of team with DH role. Send him to the West Coast Mariners. Yeah. The Rangers or something like that. But again, it's it's just an, another option we've got to either, as you say, refill the re, restock the farm or or certainly get something in that's going to potentially give us more options in the infield because at the moment Dietrich definitely looks like the best option there, but even then yeah. Realistically, though, like he's he's a short term option, isn't he? Dietrich. I think so. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think you go Bruce and Dietrich. I think you go one or the other, sort of like the older, the older stale, uh, sort of older player, a bit more of a veteran. I think you go both. That makes kind of makes I sense. I don't, I don't know actually. I don't know what they'll do there because I think they'll go. If Bruce they don't go, if they don't go with Dietrich in the infield, then who who's going to? Is it going to be? Um, I think it's still be Estrada Wade, I think. or Wade, or I still think it'll be Wade because, as Chris said, the running, the running game. Yeah, I maybe. still think that he offers a better short stop than Geo as well. Mm. Um, 
I don't think they'll come, they'll feel comfortable going into the season with Torres and Gio at short. And they'd rather have Torres and Wade. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, and have Bruce as your backup first baseman. When I say about the, the, the stolen bases as well, that worries me. Because I don't think the Yankees are set up to steal bases. No, I, I think I think that's the that's the truth of the way that the season will go. Um and it worries me that Yankees aren't aren't really set up to do it. Say that again. I say so it it's it worries me that the Yankees are not set up to steal bases. We're, oh, we're, yeah. set, we're set up to hit and we're set up to hit home runs, but I think the season will end up turning towards more stolen bases and 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 that kind of small ball game. And I, I just don't think we're set up to do it. I, I don't see anyone who's gonna be able to steal that many bases to make it make it that effective for us so we, we need to be hitting for average and we need to be hitting home runs because we're, we're going to have to be doing those things if we're if we're not stealing the bases like other teams will yeah I mean it's I don't know I, I don't think this roster's particularly being constructed with that in mind but no. as we say there is some pieces there that are surplus to requirements so we could move some guys on and and bring in some something like that or stick with Tyler Wade and hope the stolen bases make up for the deficit elsewhere. All right. So yeah, thanks for tonight, guys. I think we've basically covered everything we tried to wanted to cover tonight. Um hopefully we'll be back on next Wednesday. As I say, we're going to make this move over to Anchor from Spreaker, but it won't really affect you guys at all. Um but thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.